Welcome to Totally Tell Me <laughs> Halloween Edition. Totally Tell Me. It's a weekly yeah. entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic. Fun. My name is Dominic Mercurio. I am here with the one and only Laura Weinbach. That's right. <laughs> and our guest this evening joining us for this spooky festive eve josh pollock hello spooky soiree <laughs> <laughs> exactly josh pollock uh he's a barrier musician you may know him from uh several projects like the lake millions and he plays with fox hills brigade our band in case you didn't know uh and you have a new project uh that you most recently have a new album with uh heat vision and jack heat correct? vision and jack with uh geneva harrison from bell's atlas on Hell drums yeah geneva. and anytime you're like oh yeah i'm in this uh band and like oh with who and like geneva harrison they always say like man she's really good <laughs> as i did as exactly <laughs> <Man>. i did <laughs> so uh Geneva's everyone knows awesome, it's no secret geneva kills it every time and this is a it's the the theme is sort of like kind of a bent 70s cop show soundtrack vibe mm-hmm. psychedelic vibe it's awesome and we're gonna play a song off of that too get a little uh, get end, a little yeah. taste of that later Ooh, yeah. yes we will but we'll, uh, we'll we'll dive into the we'll dive we'll take a deeper dive uh, just a little bit here um as i mentioned it is a halloween episode here at totally the totally tell me uh studios here uh in oakland california um we have just all watched a nightmare on elm street three a nightmare oh i'm sorry did I not say that? I don't. It sounded like you said we have just watched the a nightmare, nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I don't know. We have watched a nightmare on Elm Street three colon Dream Warriors. Oscopy. Most of which colon takes Oscopy. place in a colon. That was that was, that was my favorite what? part. Right, yeah, I did want a colon Oscopy. All the colon scenes. It. it was like cleanse me of this filth. You know, just yeah. kidding. You know, I don't know what I thought about the movie quite yet. We'll give you, we'll be getting into that uh, in a little bit here. I didn't hate it. Just so you know, I want yeah, I want to put that out there. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to talk about your shoes there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh is rocking some shoes tonight. First some Rick time and Morty ever. shoes. For the first time, he is wearing shoes. <laughs> no, he uh, usually shows pretty... up shoeless. Right. I'm <laughs> Shirtless so glad... and shoeless. I'm so glad that you think that we're that fancy that you put on shoes. Tonight. Yeah, I finally threw those old rags away and bought these <laughs> shoes. And uh, yeah, they're, uh, they've got a little sort of silhouette of uh, Rick and Morty on the sides of them. And they're... Who are you wearing? Pardon me? I said, who are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing Tell Rick of Rick and Morty. No, but I commented on Rick the shoes earlier tonight. I said to Josh, Josh, I like your shoes. I don't know what they are, but I like them. Mm-hmm. And Laura and does not do that uh, willy-nilly. She's, no, I no. do not. No. Not a casual. Normally, I'm like, no shirt, a- no shoes, no service. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> and she has indeed refused service every right. time. Yeah, you walk yeah. up and you're- there's been no services. <laughs> but like, anyway, I. to more to tonight. the point. I, uh, in addition to them being, you know, pretty sharp looking little shoes, I love the show Rick and Morty so much. Oh my God, is that show amazing? I guess I need to watch it. You do, Laura. I feel like it's top tier. Yeah. It's seriously great. At some point before the next episode, we got to like just prime you a little bit. We got to, we got to give you a little quick little primer. Prime me. But yeah. Yeah. Wait, where did you get those shoes? At the Rick and Mortar show? (laughs) I mean, the Rick and Mortar (laughs) <laughs> the Rick and Mortar Hotel, the, the Rick, Rick and Mortar, Mortar store, the, the Rick and Mortar in San Francisco, California, right there on uh, Mission Street. <laughs> That's the only place you can get them. Okay. Yeah, they sell them exclusively at at Brick and Mortar. Oh yeah, is that where you got them? No, where'd you get them? 
Man, that joke was just it's like, inside joke for like for like ten for like ten spiraled into the ground know. and then just kept going down like three <laughs> feet, four feet. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I got him at some you know hipster ass uh, right. shoe store. I mainly just city. I mainly just wanted to talk about how much I, I like love Rick and Morty. But yeah, m- more to the point. Right. If, if you I, you know, and I've actually met people you know that who's who I normally consider sort of kindred spirits artistically. You're like, yeah, I watched that show like few times i just don't get it man mm-hmm. so it happens really but I mean, like, just walk so away is it like on par with like a run and stimpy is it kind of like how, what whatever you, you consider the top tier i would i put it up there in that it's part. great it's i consider great. run and stimpy top tier and it's then, you yes. know do you ever watch run and, have you ever watched that hell yeah i've watched well, run and stimpy yeah. okay it's do nice you think that's 2D. top tier in, at its at its best definitely yeah, yeah. oh yeah. my god the so sound design alone so comparable to that or in any way or in its brazen awesomeness but I mean like they're definitely two different beasts uh-huh. yeah. Rick and Morty is sure. really funny and, and and smart too and smart and as hell, really yeah. well written mm. like and really, just gets really better well and better and darker and darker mm. and, and funnier and funnier and mm. like so funny without even ruining like it, it, the villain the bad guy in the in the season finale of this and this is like not even a spoiler is Barack Obama and it's actually like it's one of the most sort of searing like political commentaries I've seen Hmm. And like Trump's not even in it, which is kind of almost the point. They just right. sort of like uh-huh. they just sort of bypassed him completely right. and made Barack the bad guy, right. and he's a really funny bad guy. Uh-huh. Like it's 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 worth it. So this is on Adult Swim. Yeah, hmm. it's been going on for Cartoon like Network a couple years. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Gotta get it's it. It's great. Yeah, I'll show you an episode at some point. Sick. But yeah, uh, what else have you been up to though? Oh, I bought this uh, Rick and Morty sweatshirt. No, I uh... <laughs> tell us about all your Rick and Morty swag. <laughs> No, one no, by one. only 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 these two Rick and Morty left and right <laughs> shoes. Um, I uh, well, you know the 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 band that I with Geneva called Heat Vision and Jack just put a record out that I'm really happy with, and uh-huh. we played a record release party with the awesome orchestra, mm-hmm. which is this orchestra that uh, is led by this guy named Dave Meshler, who we'll, I will repeat about again in, in the story very quickly because he has this project where basically if you can. Show up and play the part. You're in. And mm-hmm. Anybody who wants to can be in this orchestra. You just have to be able to do it. Yeah. And like, hmm. and they have different themes every time. And it's just his way to get like classical music and cool weird music and orchestral music to uh-huh. people in a very casual situation. We got him to do this thing with us where we got to do like in addition we we got to do like the theme from SWAT and we did like mm. sh- we did uh, the theme from Shaft and I actually sang it with mm-hmm. an orchestra, which is you know well, that's you cool. get to say that every day. <laughs> Wait, so, so what did you do in it besides sing? I sing. played guitar. Okay, it was me in Geneva and a, like a forty piece orchestra. It was super fun. <laughs> Sweet, that's awesome. Anyway, the and where where would this be put on? This was like out. It was somewhere. It was like part of First Friday. It was just like in this sort of courtyard mm. in front of this like brewery. Uh huh. Something like that. In in Oakland. Yeah. Hmm. Somewhere here in the East. Oh, Bay I know what wilderness. you're talking about. Uh-huh. Anyway. Hmm. My point being that that happened and it was fun. <laughs> but the director of the Awesome Orchestra is also the music director of this show that I'm working on right now called The Black Rider, which mm. was, uh, you know, a thing that Tom Waits did the music for with, I believe, Kathleen Brennan, who we were talking about earlier in Your Magical Story. Mm-hmm. And uh, the text was written by William Burroughs. And this is like the second production ever in the Bay Area. The first one was by ACT uh, several years ago, which I personally was not that crazy about. And. <laughs> And this is a will be a much sort of smaller scale thing at the Ashby stage in Berkeley. And I'm in the band. I'm playing guitar and uh-huh. percussion and uh, vibraphone. I, it's it's basically like the extended Foxtails Brigade setup, but like 
you know, oh, cool. times five. Out of nice. curiosity, how do you get involved with these plays at the Ashby Theater? Like, do you audition? Like, do you get, does your agency send you out on auditions for them? Or no, do you just no, show not. up at their doorstep and say, I need some oh. theater work <laughs> as soon before I, I go crazy? I can cook. I can sew. <laughs> I, no, I, I can sing. I can dance. I, I can buy brick and mortar oh, I'm, I'm a triple threat. <laughs> Let me show you what I, what I got. No, I, they know me. Let me show you what I, I, what I got. <laughs> the shotgun players are the company that works there, and I've worked with them a million times at this point. So I, How did you just, first start working with them? Uh, Showed I up at the door and said, I'm a triple threat. I can sing, <laughs> I can sew, I can tap dance. Simultaneously. Just watch. Ta-da. Here's your sweater. Anyway. folks. That's not exactly how it happened. No, I, I don't, you know, they just, I somehow I, I had mutual friends. I started getting into some of the shows. One thing led to another. But they, so were you interested in theater to start with or were your friends like, you got to get involved with this theater stuff. It's pretty off your alley. Or you yeah, were like, I've been doing you were like, I've got a theater bone. I've just, it's itching. <laughs> this one single theater bone that I have yeah. just <laughs> actually like, started you, itching were, a lot. No, yeah. Were you like, were you actively happen, you know? like seeking theater, you know, positions in life? Or I mean, were you? Yeah. You know, I majored in theater. Didn't, didn't oh, I ever tell you holy crap. Yeah, that was I my I think major. you might have told me, but was I listening? No. You know, a theater major. <laughs> Were you? And, you know, is it that interesting? No, I mean, like... No, it's it is kind of. <laughs> like, it's... Not really, just it just happened to be the only thing that I could, you know, uh-huh. feel like I could apply myself to any great degree. Right. Really? In, uh, not over, to, and the, you didn't feel that music was of interest? Music always required all these, like, prerequisites that I didn't want to do. Really? Yeah, like learning theory and stuff like that. I, you know, which is fine now, but at the time, like, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want to, like, it was all very practical sort of stuff that I had no interest in. So I just never, my, my music studies in, in college never went very far. Mm. Do you ever do monologues? Yeah, I hate monologues. <laughs> you do? I know. I hate. I don't like watching them. I don't like doing them. I don't really? Like, I like. I like people talking. I don't like. Yeah, you don't like a good are... monologue. And like, like I was watching that movie Platoon the other night, and the guy was like, "You know about death." Platoon. The guy was like, "Let me tell you something about death. Death comes creeping up on your neck. There's you don't good. know what to say to it." Let me tell you something. I've seen death. And he goes on for like three minutes and I'm like, that was a monologue. There's great I monologues. Like They're the exceptions, not the rules. Generally, it's just like, oh no. I don't know. I, I just, I don't I'm know. more compelled you by... You into the drama of the I'm monologue. More, I like people talking to each right, other. That's right. just inherently... Well, I, I hear what you're saying, but monologues dialogue. come from people talking to each other. To a degree. Right? <laughs> or unless you're talking about like a theatrical one man show, like no, I mean, monologue, like a monologue type of thing, monologue where is like, like somebody talking is the only person talking for like several minutes for uh-huh. like three minutes, right? But it might happen in Maybe the midst of a <laughs> like in the midst of a conversation, like in that platoon movie the other night that I was watching. <laughs> you should see it; it's really good. You should learn how to pronounce it. <laughs> platoon, platoon, platoon. No, platoon. it's fine. <laughs> Look, cartoon, cartoon, whatever. <laughs> Cattertoon. You say the Catatune Network. I say platoon. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Anyway, uh, the show is called the Black platoon. Rider. Yeah, I guess Tom they do Waits say platoon. Get to your platoon before you get your ass shot over. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I As just, I say it out loud, I'm like, I get it. No, I mean, I I don't know why. I just want to say platoon. It's just it's a I, it's a valid pronunciation. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's great. It? It sounds good. Rolls, rolls off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Tongue. 
Oh, anyway, great. the shotgun players are doing the Black Rider. Tom Waits and William Burroughs wrote it. The music's cool. I'm playing a bunch of stuff in it. Oh, the whole band is. It takes place in a forest. The whole band's going to be up in trees. Oh, we're cool. each going to be oh, have our fun. own tree. We're oh, going to be like up, up in a tree for the whole show. That sounds awesome. I think it's going to be Where kind of cool. Where can people see it and when? The Ashby Stage, and it's opening in uh, like uh, mid November. Cool. And, oh, it's, you know, I've been told that it's selling out sort of. Wow. So get so. your fucking tickets. Yeah, you know, if you actually do want to see it, you should kind of get on the ball. I mean, you know, I don't. Not on my account, but I'm just saying. That's what just I was out of curiosity, have you seen Platoon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw Platoon. The, Splatoon. the French, Splatoon. the French Splatoon. remake. Platoon. Le Platoon. Le Platoon. Uh, le Platoon. <laughs> Get to the Platoon. I saw it when it came out. I remember really liking it. Uh, you know, I, and I'm not a big. I actually, it was Oliver Stone, right? Mm-hmm. I, most of his stuff, I think, is silly. Really? But I, so you didn't like U-Turn? Uh, U-Turn at least was like that really was silly. Awesome. But like I don't know, mostly like the serious. It's the really serious ones I don't. You like. didn't like um, Natural Born Killers. No, that wasn't serious. That was crazy. I know. That one I kind of that enjoyed. was cool. No, but I mean like the uh, what's the JFK? Oh, yeah, I, I didn't see that. JFK Rolling was a disaster. Harry Potter. Wait, would you would you want to do? Would do you think the Ashby Theater might consider put consider putting on a version of Platoon? Like just. It's the, I am out of that decision-making loop in a, in a big way. So, well, I uh, think they should consider it. It might uh, be fun. Well, not that, that you've sent that out into, into the world. <laughs> <laughs> Have you anyway. a, a musical starring you? I got I got some free. I guess I got some free. Have you seen the new Blade Runner? No, but I've heard it's amazing. Oh, okay, okay. From okay, all accounts. Okay, 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 oh, okay, oh, really? Okay. I mean, I saw I saw it, and, and oh, yeah. not it's so good. Amazing. It's good. Okay. It's good. Uh, amazing. I don't know about that. Really? I, I just know about it is amazing from a a visual and oral <laughs> standpoint. Well, those are two big things. Yeah, to be very big things. But the movie, story right? is kind of just like what? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like, okay. Whatever. I I haven't seen it, but so I don't I don't want to know anymore. Visually, but, it's incredible, and uh, yeah, I do recommend. And it. I'm actually I, I, you've seen the original, I assume. Or? Oh, of course. Okay, you know, okay. Like, I actually watched the original for the first time like two weeks ago. Oh, Basically, no kidding. The day really? before I saw. Uh, the new one. I had never seen the original. Oh wow! Uh, the original is better. I mean, it's great. You know, it's one of those movies I've seen. You know, I, it's that increasingly sh- shortening list of movies I've seen like six, seven times. I uh-huh. normally don't get around to doing that much anymore. But yeah. like that one, I you know, I saw when it came. You know, it's it's it's. It was amazing how visually stunning even the original was, though. I mean, it looks like a modern movie still. It looks great. The cast is to die for. Rutger yeah. Hauer is amazing in that yeah. film. Cinematography is beautiful. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like stunning still. It totally stands up. And you got all those great Philip K. Dick ideas floating around. Mm. Yeah, it was cool. But anyways, it's just curious. Anyway, and I'm looking forward to the new one. I, and I am an unabashed Ryan Gosling fan. So, <laughs> I, Whoa, he does look good in the new one. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I was enjoying He's a that. handsome dude. But I also think he's just like, he's a solid actor. Like He, always, he is. Uh-huh. No, he, 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 he does well, what he, you know, he, what he can too. with what he's got. I agree. Well, like a, even, even Laura agrees. And she doesn't like anyone or anything. <laughs> Have you seen? <laughs> yeah, this is the first, right. first thing that you've ever liked in your life. I hated Platoon. I just, <laughs> 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 to be honest, I liked it, but... Anyway, uh. <laughs> thanks for what? eventually being honest. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, what else? Nothing. What's up with you, Dominic? Uh, you know, not much. I saw Ariel Pink. Oh um, yeah, how was that? Did he eat Did Chinese you know? food? <laughs> Wait, that's, the, that's what he did the one time I saw him. He was like eating Chinese food with his fingers on stage. You know, it's like he's always doing some crazy. Oh, shit. Just like I, I don't know. Just, I 
I Speaking found it really which, annoying. I don't, you know, right. I mean, didn't like, he I, put he out was his prerogative? But you know, right. it was kind of wait. No, tell, tell me about that. Tell, tell me a little more about that, and I'll tell you my story because I there's also a story from Saturday Night too that was okay. Oh, disturbing. just that that was that is the story really that mm. like it was you know he was spent the show the set, good or oh he, he was okay. He was eating Chinese food like the whole time. Like yeah, the whole time. Like, like brought out like singing and like. <laughs> you know, and then gross. like, yeah, and it, yeah, it was kind of gross, and like, right. but I mean, you know, like I said, it's his prerogative, and yeah. like, yay for being peculiar and, uh-huh. and idiosyncratic. He's but weird. Yeah. It didn't. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I didn't. It didn't really. Like, I, I would have preferred he had done it, frankly. Right. Absolutely. Where did you see him? I'm just kidding. It was at the makeout room, and oh. he was actually opening for. I don't know if you know who R. Stevie Moore is. Yes, I do. Well, yeah. He, oh, that's like his biggest influence. Well, I mean, it's Stevie, like so... he brought R. Stevie Moore out, and he play, he opened the show to get make sure that people were there. But right. I was there for R. Stevie Moore, for yeah. to whom I've been a fan. It's probably not and the what right did he kind of like blow him out of the water a little bit? Oh, I like. I mean, yeah, I like. I thought R. Stevie Moore was great. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's also I also like R. Stevie Moore right. better than Ariel Pink. Sure. And I don't, you know, that I'll say, you know, to me, maybe this is the total sellout thing with Ariel Pink. But like, I think his best song is that one big hit, that "Hold On, I'm Coming" song. What's it called? Oh, RCB Moore? No, uh, Ariel, Ariel Pink. Oh, Ariel Pink. Oh, oh Round on. and Round. Coming back I think that song is a, a masterpiece. It's so song. good. I know. That, it's incredible. Like, it's I, so I, good. I wish. It's called Round and Round. Round and Round. Thanks. Yeah. I, hadn't, I, just, I remember when it was a big hit Like I, when I was touring with Cite. Like, we all loved so that song. So good. I, I was time. obsessed with that one. Well, yeah. The Ariel Pink show on Saturday, it was another sort of antic-filled uh, evening. I've seen Ariel Pink, I think, three or four times now. Uh, and he has ranged from totally amazing to pretty terrible live. <laughs> and this, this one, one, this one fell closer to closer to bad, but it wasn't terrible. Wait, wait, and it, Ariel and it got Pink? Good, yeah, Ariel Pink. Terrible? Yeah. Oh, gee. Not this time, but it started pretty bad and really? more uncomfortable. How so? More uncomfortable rather than terrible. His performance was okay, and it got better as the night went on. Wait, so what but, was uncomfortable? So. Uh, you know, first up, John Mao's open the show was incredible. Also has a similar sound to yeah, R C yeah. B Moore and Ariel Pink. Kind of that experimental pop, just kind of Bedroom like weird. Pop yeah. Uh so good. He was incredible. I was loving that. It was I mean, it was a high bar and that maybe was part of it. But anyways, um it took him an hour to come out after that. And the last time I saw him that it was really bad, it also took him a long time. And when he came out that time, he was like fucking wasted. Hmm. And he came out this time, literally like fell onto the stage with like a bottle of wine in hand. Wow. And then was like attempting to like be a person on stage for the first few songs. Mm -hmm. And he had this, his girlfriend who at the time when he brought her out, I didn't know that she was his girlfriend. (laughs) I just thought she was like the female singer is gonna like be doing some songs or whatever and he's just like groping her and like really to like this uncomfortable degree being a totally drunk dude on stage Uh, like yeah like a a drunk kind of frat kind of thing going on and he's just like getting physical with her in like an almost kind of like pushy inappropriate way way. very inappropriate i thought uh, did did anybody like stick up for her was she expressing discomfort absolutely i mean she uh, for, at least from my perspective, she was like s- telling him stop. I mean, at oh one point God. he like grabbed onto her leg and like wouldn't let go for an entire song, and she's like trying to like balance and like sing the song, but her leg is being held up. Oh and my God! I didn't even know that it was his girlfriend at first, and I was like, "What the fuck is this dude's like problem?" And not like it makes it that much better that it was his girlfriend, but at least like okay, oh, they know each other. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't like his fucking bandmate that he's doing this to, you know. Um, 
And then he's like, this is my girlfriend. We got in a fight just before this. <laughs> and then they like oh kick into God. the next song. I'm like, oh, whoa, this is like some weird shit. But it got better, you say. It did get better because she left the stage uh, like a song later. I don't know what that was about, but she left the stage and never came back. And then Jeez. he played the rest of the set. Um, it got better. I mean, it seemed like maybe he settled down a little bit. You know, he did mention that he was like really nervous to be um, playing with John Mouse because he like has such respect for him, and uh, and I don't know. Like throughout the show, he's just like, "I'm so exhausted, I'm so exhausted." He was like, he like would get on the ground and just be like, "Oh my god, I'm so exhausted." I'm like, "What's going on right now? This is like really fucking." Has he been weird. on tour for a while? No, this is the first show of the tour. <laughs> okay. The dude, I think he's just like really. Not Genuinely having a good time. Eccentric. He's not having a good time right now or something. He mm. did not seem like in a good spot maybe or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was really bizarre. I've seen him be great and and the show did get better, you know? God, um, I hope so. <laughs> but man, it was uncomfortable. And then the next day on Facebook, you know, I saw a friend of a friend post uh, that they like walked out of the show because they were so uncomfortable by his actions towards this like woman on the stage. Uh, and I was just like, "Damn, this is so." Why didn't bad somebody timing do too, something to help the her? the world events and shit. Walk out. Plus, I mean, just showing up on stage like totally wasted. I mean, it's like, not. It's like like in twenty seventeen. Like really, I guess, you know, but like no one really wants that. You know? Nobody wants somebody that's too drunk to do their job. And right. I've been that guy once, and it was like I I, I never forgot it. It, right. it just like I there was <laughs> one show I did where I was like I got too drunk to do it well, and I just like. I, mm-hmm. I feel, oh man! Feel, it I was had, just like 25 years mm. ago, and I'd feel bad about it to this day. Oh, I man. had that happen to me one time. It was it, not. Yeah, it's just like it's like I have to live with that. For the I remember of my this life. place. It was like a cabaret show, and it was when I was in college, and I had to come out to San Francisco to do it. And I thought it was like really cool because I hadn't really been playing live shows yet, so I mm-hmm. was like felt really special. Mm-hmm. And at the show, it was at a hotel. They were serving these like amazing ro- like rose crystal martinis mm. <laughs> basically they had these like crystals at the bottom of them that were rose flavored and they were super potent and powerful but they tasted amazing and i was like "Ooh, these are really good i'm gonna have a bunch of them <laughs> and uh before i know it like i did my performance and i was i had drank like you know one too many of them and i was just like totally wasted and there was like a curtain call at the end and i didn't i wasn't prepared for that like i thought i was done with my performance and they're like no we all have to go out and i was like Oh, I don't know if I can go out right now. <laughs> and I remember the girl like had to kind of like let me lean against her. And I was just like, wow. oh, man. And I didn't realize like kind of how bad that was. But then they ended up having to give us a hotel room that night, which they were not contracted to do that for us. And then I, yeah, I lost that job <laughs> after oh, that. That was bad. And I felt so guilty about it after, after that. I never let that happen again. Yeah, it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. But I will say I do love Ariel Pink. His music, I think, is great. I think he's like a great pop songwriter mm. that really just takes these pop songs and makes them into beautiful little warped masterpieces. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this was not my favorite show of his. Mm. You know, have a drink, have a couple drinks, but you know, don't get wasted. You know what I mean? Like I'm all for right. having a couple drinks before you go on, but I mean like, you know, know your limits and especially right. like, it's not like his first show. <laughs> no, you yeah, know, it's like, he's been touring for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's Wait, like, what were you going to say? You were going to say what happened to you? What happened to you? Yeah, yeah, oh, just, it's not just that I drank too much and, and played badly. I did. The funniest part is I remember like I woke up the next morning and like somehow I had torn my closet door off the hinges and I don't remember oh my god I was just like how did like it was like not on the how did that get there I I was like how did that you didn't know your own strength Josh yeah I I, I just I went 
it had been a tense day. I went way over the line and it was just a stupid party gig, but still yeah. like I, I just played badly and there was nothing I could do about it. And mm-hmm. I, and I, and I like, you know, I flash back to that every like 17 months and three days and just be like, Oh, <laughs> I suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh-huh. you know, now, you know, it's, I, I, I learned, I don't, I don't go, I don't pa- go past that limit anymore. You right. know, I'm, just, I'm always, yeah. I'd rather be like, oh no, that was a little too sober than like, oops. Right. Right. Speaking of which, that night, uh, the day after I had that night at that, you know, that cabaret thing mm-hmm. or whatever, I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh shit, I got to be in class <laughs> in Santa Cruz. At oh, Santa no. Cruz, I had to drive from San Francisco to Santa Cruz oh. at like 7 a.m. And I oh, was just no. like, oh my God, I don't know Hungover. what the hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I barely, and then I remember like speeding all the way over there and getting a ticket, and the ticket was like two hundred and fifty bucks or something. Oh God! <laughs> and I just was like, well, that's my lesson. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. It always Street. comes back. <laughs> Three. Three. Mm. Dream Warriors. Ah uh, ah. Uh. Uh, Who was the dream warrior, by the way? Uh, Which is kind of like the worst year for pretty much everything. 1987, really? Wait, uh, 1987? 1987 is the worst. Clothes were the worst. Really? uh, Music production was the worst. You heard the music at the end of that. I loved it. (laughs) Early (laughs) 80s, late 80s is good, but like like 86, 87 is just like everybody I thought like was... I, my yeah. memory of all of the 80s is basically just it was all good yeah i know but you were <laughs> a little i was kid. like a little kid yeah <laughs> yeah well childhood no matter what area you grew clear, up in is gonna be good clear of a recollection the 90s great you. time for me i mean were you looking were cool. you looking like at this the 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 people in this in this movie and just being like they are all sharp dressers <laughs> um well kind of no, no, i did the, I, I did look at patricia like no, those are some hat. pajamas oh she well, <laughs> there's some fun pajamas she looks good in a burlap sack that's that's Patricia Arquette. What about that nurse? Huh? Oh, that nurse. Oof, oh, yeah, Jesus. the nurse. Classic was... nurse outfit, including the G-string. I, as the one straight guy here, can I just say, like, she was horrifying. <laughs> well, she was supposed she was to be. absolutely horrifying. No, no, oh, but yeah. when, even when even she was before, like... Even before, even before. Even like, yeah, when she was supposed to be like, oh, I, I can't resist. It she was like, truly damn. like, I, I've seen mannequins with more sex appeal than that. <laughs> well, mannequins <laughs> are hot. Uh, I mean, they, I, I, the boobies seem good. The, I mean, I don't know, they seem fine to me. I, like some... She's not my type. I'm sure she did fine. She doesn't need me. <laughs> she got a big old booty, you know. What about Freddie and his little freaking like dream warrior faces that are kind of like emerging from his nipples and stuff? Isn't that oh cool? my god, that was amazing. I know. That's what's so cool about these movies is there's so many Those cool little special moments. effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah, the crying artsy. souls of the children, like in his torso, was mm-hmm, a really nice mm-hmm, touch. Mm-hmm. Well, to briefly set it up, too, it's also directed by Chuck Russell, and um, what's his deal? Oh, that, I didn't really look okay. into him too much, actually. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, Chuck. Chuck, he does a thing. Chucky. <laughs> Chuck Cheese. He did it. The Russ Man. You know, right. the guy who played a child. And the it's child's the, play. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's the third, obviously, in the uh, long-running uh, series, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Features is, Heather Lang and Camp. So, Laura, you were kind of saying that this is like the most classic and no, I, I beg to differ, it seems. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I've heard that this oh, is one of the best ones. Backpedaling now. This, <laughs> one, <laughs> this one I have seen now multiple times. Cause I, oh, you had seen this one before. You've seen this I'm before. realizing that now. I I thought that Patricia Arquette was in part one too, but I'm, guess, I'm realizing now that I guess she's in this one. This is her first time in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. And um, You're guessing that? Well, cut... <laughs> 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 Unless no, yeah. <laughs> Point being, she's obviously not in one any of them before this, but uh, she's in other ones after this. Oh, okay. I know that there's other ones after this that are really cool that I remember being really cool, but I don't. 
I don't always remember what happens in which one. You know, I just I've heard that like part four is it's terrible. All just one big nightmare. It's been one big <laughs> one big fucking nightmare. <laughs> no, but I just yeah I decided this one was one of the more highly acclaimed ones, and so I wanted to watch a fun one. I had never so just to preface, I had never seen a full Nightmare on Elm Street before. I have just seen uh, scenes from it, really, in, like oh, film wow. school and shit like that, just like iconic scenes or whatever and i only but. saw the first one like around the time it came out oh okay this is a wait so th- this is only the second one you you have ever, ever. seen josh and this is the first, first one you- oh wow okay we're gonna be talking about spoilers for this movie <laughs> yeah um but i would also say that this isn't really the kind of movie that can be it's kind of unspoilable it's really. just like a yeah, fun you just gotta see it. movies so i i would say that <laughs> you don't worry too much so. Yeah, just the classic Nightmare on Elm Street. I think visual appeal is really anything pertaining to like bloody and burn, like burn victimy looking kind of stuff with the like the you know like the razors for for fingers and just lots of blood and and that kind of gore, but not not so much like the the body hanging out of the TV. Like that was more of a, just a cool image, but it didn't really represent. The Nightmare on Elm Street really like I think, aesthetic. Didn't say it did. I was. I just thought that was like that was my favorite shot. Right. Totally. No, and I loved it too. But what I really love about the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff is the fact that there's always these fun, like you know, latex looking totally. special effects and stuff, oh, man, and it's just all kinds of cool so stuff. So cool. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. The, the muscles like leading that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, his like vein his arteries death. or whatever. That yeah. was so. Or not arteries, but that was were they arteries? Muscles? Or they were, were they? Like, like tendons. They're like tendons. Yeah, tendons. Fucking gross. That's even. Better. That was actually really disturbing, especially really? for yeah. like an '80s movie. To Classic. me, I, I thought that was kind of like really in, uh, kind of intense. That, oh, the good. gore in that in a was good like, way. I loved oh, yeah, it. Very, I loved it. That 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 was that's actually, the stuff that, that I love about to me. And really, yeah, yeah I not, not like it one. scared me or anything, but it was just <laughs> like, wow, that's nasty. That's like really. That's fucked up. That's mm-hmm. really, what a fucked up image that this dude's tenants. It would not be fucked up if it was a bunch of CG, but the fact that it's well, like that's so that's what's clearly, great about these movies. Yeah. This is before the land of CG. I know. CG. I, love, I love seeing stuff before it. It's mm-hmm. just so much better. Uh, just briefly, Chuck Russell. Including stop motion at yeah. one point, which is awesome. Uh, we'll get Always. into it. Uh, Chuck, Chuck Russell, he directed also The Mask. <laughs> with Jim Carrey, did not I oh. did not ever see that actually. Oh really? I saw the mask. Mm. This guy's kind of saw it eons yeah. ago. He also did uh, Eraser and the Scorpion King. I thought that this that. this uh, particular Nightmare on Elm Street was going to be the one that had something else that didn't happen in it, but it's in a different one, and it's like about. Uh, I thought it was Dream Warriors, but it was a guy. There's a guy who like goes into a comic book world and oh, is really? obsessed with comic books, and it's like got this whole comic book like sequence and that I remember being awesome mm. a long time ago and I thought we were going to see that in this one so that was another reason I wanted to watch this particular one oh, bummer. but uh, we could watch another one next time yeah you know sure I mean if did, did you like it Josh right. I guys? think we should talk about how, how much yeah or what did we, we like it or did we not like it on an overall basis let's start with you Josh I mean I, did I have a really good time yes were there like awesome moments that were like super fun yes like I mean what would I would I call it a quote-unquote good movie? I don't know. And like, you know, some of the acting is really, really bad. And, you know, I mean, like there were there was some, there was silliness. But, I, you know, I mean, it depends on what how you define it. I had a really good time. I mean, it obviously well, wasn't trying counts. to be like, you know, like high art. It was like very successful low art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds I, so I like snobby, on, but you know what I mean. That's exactly, <laughs> it's so crazy. That was basically exactly what I would have said too. Um, I thought... That oh, the movie you. was so fun to watch and like the effects were so rad. 
um, you know, is it a good movie? I guess not. It's not like a good movie, but it's very entertaining. And um, it's, yeah, it's like just a slice of 80s horror. You know, it's, ve- it's very much in line with what I think of when I think of 80s slasher film, you know? It's slasher? so crazy that it's such a thing. It's it has Literally. such an aesthetic and I guess so. huh? Yeah, this is totally Literally a slasher. That's I what he does. I guess people. he does slash, but he does so much more. He does it's creative <laughs> crazy ways of no, doing No, I know, it. but but the genre like Nightmare on Elm Street is very much in the 80s horror slasher genre, really? but it's like I thought of it more of a like fantasy horror. horror. It is fantasy horror too. He's literally a slasher. What are you well, talking about? I don't know. I think a slasher is less fantasy oriented and more just like somebody who slashes people with a knife, like Halloween or something like right, that. Right, but or even blades coming is... out of his hand. Well, no, because that's much more like creative and artsy in a way. I just <laughs> it's because like he does more horror. than slash doesn't mean it's not a slasher movie. I suppose you're I right. I just mean from a fantasy slasher, from like a genre perspective. But I no, agree I know. It is from fantasy. a genre. fantasy slasher. I know. I guess I just wouldn't have classified it as a slasher '80s movie, but I guess it, it is technically that in such a way. And yeah, in such a way, yeah. But it's what, did you, cool. what did you think, uh, Laura? No, I love it. I mean, I love these movies. Like, I always would much rather watch A Nightmare on Elm Street than like a Friday the 13th. Any day of the motherfucking week. <laughs> oh, she went there. <laughs> really? Like, is it? I don't, I'm actually not that. I don't, I'm not I don't even that. think I've seen any Friday the 13th. I've watched like one because I thought, well, there's so much hype going on around these fucking Friday the 13th. So you got to watch it because it's classic. But mm-hmm. it's really boring. So Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like Friday there's 13th dead. I think so yeah That's Like I mean It's say. not as creative Like the cool thing About Nightmare on Elm Street Is how creative it is And actually It is artsy In a lot of ways Like they're always Coming up with these Cool creative ways That Freddy can Incarnate himself In these mm-hmm. dreams And the fact that It does deal with the dream world it means anything can happen and that's what's really cool about it and like movies like Halloween and Friday the 13th well maybe I should give Friday the 13th more of a chance because I really only watched like one of them and I thought it was both boring and not creative but maybe they get more creative in other ones I don't know but yeah sequels always get less boring and more creative (laughs) I mean I don't know maybe they do like show his face or something like I just don't remember ever like seeing the mask come off and you know I just remembered it just both but basically being a guy with a fucking hockey mask on and that 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 was it you know it's so much more than that Laura. <laughs> <laughs> but friday the third but nightmare on elm street is just like a world of fun like visuals you know mm, and the visuals are it's classic fangoria you know horror though i couldn't help you know i couldn't help but feel that i i believe evil dead 2 had come out by this time which i think is like Oh, that's pretty cool too. Which is an amazing movie. <clears throat> Wait, or, Evil Dead? No, not Dead. No, Dead Alive is. I always confuse. Oh, the Dead two. Alive is also great. Dead Alive is cool. But Dead Alive is almost kind of a tribute to Evil Dead too, in a way. I think I need to rewatch Evil Dead because I don't really remember it. Evil though. Dead. Well, Evil Dead One is basic your basic horror film. It's like a solid horror film. Evil Dead Two is kind of like a like a really funny sort of remake of the same mm-hmm. film, and it's actually scarier and funnier and better. It's really great. Dead Alive is pretty funny too. Dead Alive is amazing. No, that movie is amazing, but it's it does get kind of like repetitive after a while. I, you know, you know not I mean? in a way that bothered me, but like, you know, like I, the repetitiveness was something like the, my favorite part of that was like the half head guy, the uh-huh. guy that's like when it, when all the carnage is everything, all hell's breaking right. loose at the end. There's like a guy that gets his head gets cut in half and he's just the top half of a head and right. he's like getting kicked out of a scene and then like right. suddenly like clunk showing up like in another scene later. He's just like the fact that he keeps like this half of a head like right. just keeps showing up like, well, I guess and, like it's, oh no, like I don't know. I, stuff like that I really enjoyed. I, I thought it was a great film. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's like it's not trying to be scary at all you know what i mean and i wanted i 
growing up watching horror movies, like I always wanted to get scared. I wanted that to be a key factor in all the movies that I would watch. And so I think maybe I didn't appreciate it as much back then. It's probably more funny than scary. Yeah. And now if I were to approach it as just like, let's just watch a fun culty, like, Mm -hmm. you know, comedy movie and with the aesthetic of a horror movie. Sure. Well, that's exactly what I'd consider this though too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't actually think it was scary. I don't know. I think if you're a kid watching this, like, I mean, like I was growing up watching these movies, you do expect to get a little bit scared. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. a little bit more scary than like a dot alive. You know what I mean? And yeah, but, I sure mean, it's laughable. Kids get but, scared at everything. But I didn't get scared of a movie like Evil Dead. I mean like of, like Dead Alive, for example. You know, because... How old were you when you saw it? I was always like, you know, between the ages of six and 12. <laughs> I've my only whole ever been the, my whole childhood, the I was just between six and 12. I came out of crazy. the womb six. No, but I mean, I, I watched movies. Until I was 30, I was 12, actually. <laughs> I would watch horror movies like, you know, throughout my life. And I, I always, you know, would be either scared or not scared. And I always wanted to get scared uh-huh. throughout that time, basically. Uh-huh. But point being... Uh, yeah, I didn't like look. I didn't really look at horror movies as cult movies or as you know co- comedic, really. You know, well, God, I just mean kind of the line is so blurry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, it's just so over the top. Right, it's like, but but I'm not saying that in a bad way because as a kid, though, it's so entertaining. Oh yeah, the the <laughs> to me, it was so kind of silly and, and well, cheesy see, in so yeah. many ways that it made it like fun. It was like a fun thing to watch. This was like definitely. Probably like the most fun movie I've seen in, in quite some time. Yeah. Just because it's just more than so. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. more no, fun. Definitely as, more, as, more yeah. fun than more Mother, fun said than Dominic Mother, Mercurio. Yeah. It's not heavy. It doesn't really deal with like heavy no, issues or no, like intellectual. Boy, boy does it, it kinda, not do that. Well, it kind of does, but it's like kinda. in such a glib, just two-dimensional surface way. level, yeah, kind of way that it's like we're not really getting into suicidal thoughts or like you know, uh, psychological damaged kids in a real meaningful way. It's all just for sort of like right. It's all like to make yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, you know, hey, what happened going. to the the female doctor character? The one who got all uh, naked and spat her no, tongue no. and four. Oh, the old lady. And... Yeah, nothing. Well, yeah, they like, didn't explain that. No, and what? Lawrence Fishburne disappeared too. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Like, there's all two right, characters that just stop showing up after a while. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence they Fishburne's just like, figured, fuck right, it. Can... We don't need to deal with that. People are not watching this for that. They're watching <laughs> it so for the, for Freddie. It's so true. There's like there's they're like we don't. You know, she was set up as sort of a big like antagonist, and then she just disappears. No, I think that the people who made the movie were like, you know what. We don't have to do anything we don't want to, and we're not going to, and it's fine. People are still going to watch the movie. It's so true, because I don't really care about what happened to them either. I, right. I really was only watching it because mm. I loved the creative death sequences. It's all I, just like the visual. Oh yeah, totally. It's really a visually kind of engaging thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, watching it as an adult, it's like a totally different perspective. Uh, yeah. You're not going to see it as horror or like as scary at all, but... Uh, I think even if you showed a... Basically, a, a kid of this era, of this it would still be kind of silly. Not for I me. Think, no, I, I think I think it's think a so. kid who no grew way. up in the eighties. This would be a horror film, I, I guess. But I just, think even then, there still might have been like a fun factor to it. Of just, it's like a little silly, you know. I guess it. I always thought it was fun, but at the same time, there was a little bit of a scare factor. Uh-huh. I, I don't think. I think any kid would still be. I think any kid up to the age of like. 13 maybe could could get scared yeah. of this i guess like the tendons part would would be pretty fucked up well also honest. just like Always the tension the that's tendons. created like once they fall into the dream sequences there is like a sense of like oh man what's gonna happen to them are they gonna die right. and just that alone is enough to make you feel a little bit concerned whereas like sure yeah you know, you're right a movie like that alive you're just like all right what 
crazy kooky trick are they going to do next to like this already dead person? You know I what I mean? I <laughs> think you're selling Dead Alive a little short. Here. No, but I like it. I mean, it's a fun, it's very visually captivating. And, and Yeah. But anyway, sure. yeah, I just thought, I mean, didn't you guys like the part where those, like, they had the stop motion? Oh, stop like, motion little... I believe I brought that up earlier, yes. Oh, yeah, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But let's talk about it, you know. Stop. I never get tired of stop motion. I think, I wish they did more of it. Yeah. Yeah, I loved when he, like, woke up or he he was the doll or the doll became him right. or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, um, the shot, The shot was great, too. I mean, yeah. It just, looked really good. Just so cool. And the all house. The, all the effects that they were doing, it's such a grab bag of, of yeah. unique and and uh, kind of innovative filmmaking techniques totally. that you don't no, even see used anymore. Exactly. You know, because now if you want to do something crazy, you're. Uh, I feel like the default is just like, oh, well, we'll just have the CG artists figure out how to do that and do it. I know, and yeah. it always just looks the same. It's that sort really of weightless. boring. It's yeah, digital. that weightless, digital, like kind of gray scale right. looking. Like I much prefer, even though it was like cheesy, I much prefer that skeleton, you know, interacting Oh, man, that skeleton oh, was awesome. Yeah. Uh, than like if that was a CG skeleton. Oh, that would have just been so pointless. You know, even though like I, I do get that like the CG skeleton, you can make it more accurate and like it's not it, more accurate because it, it looks fake. I'm, well, yeah, but, I don't think looking realistic is like the way to go. Like, I don't like, you know, it's like I don't, it, bad bad special effects don't bother me. In fact, mm -hmm. like most of the time I kind of prefer them, you know. No, it's like, we want there to be a tangible thing there. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line is like it has to exist in real life. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's what and looks cool. It makes cool. you like, Those tendons and shit. I mean, I just keep coming back to this tendons thing. Yeah. I can just see that in Very a modern horror movie. <laughs> I can just see that in a modern horror movie, like being these CG tendons coming out and it being and like way no too effect. much, you know, like all over the place. And being or, uninvolving. And, and it would just be the instant that that would happen, I'd just check out, you know. I'd totally. check out mentally. It would not affect me whatsoever. Yeah, I know. But I mean, actually we call the movie It we right. saw recently. It's so, so just like... That shit would have happened in it. And do, oh, by the way, did was you it see not, it? No, it was, how is it? It's cool, it is, but it, it has. Good. But yeah, yeah. The CGI aspect really it just brings really it down a few notches because it is in the spirit of this. Actually, like mm -hmm. I would say, it very much has the spirit of this kind of film where it's like Kinda. fun and there's like a bit of comedy to it, and it's over the top, almost silly horror. You know, like the horror to me isn't really that scary in it, and I don't think it's really trying to be the most terrifying thing ever. Um, I think it was kind of scary. I don't know. Kind of scary. It but would it's be like if it was real. Like is, you know. Well, of course it would be if it's fucking. No, if Laura, it was like practical. Real Nightmare fucking... on Elm Street three would be scary if it was real. <laughs> yeah, if I go no, to like, bed and I start dying for real in my sleep, that <laughs> yeah. will actually. I meant scare if me, it yes. was practical effects. <laughs> right. Um, it would. It would be way more. The Wizard of Oz would be scary if it was real. <laughs> I know. Holy shit! Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Swept that would be awesome. Actually, actually, that witch would be kind of scary. Actually. Oh, come on. That no, but freaky. I mean, I'd be like, how much drugs did I take without me realizing this? Here's what's so wild. What's cool about practical effects is that you're seeing someone's art display straight mm -hmm. up. Like somebody created Someone this thing yeah. and that's engaging. It's they like there's like depth to it. it. They made it. Yeah, right. they didn't program it. It's like something that exists. Those heads touch of his chest, like moving around. I was like, I know. Damn, that looks so awesome. First up, so creative to even think of something yeah. like that. And then to actually make it happen and have those heads like move around and shit like I even mean, if you know it's not yeah even. even if you know it's not like real you know as if it actually happened it still like looks really cool yeah, it looks so cool 
I mean, because it's so something that somebody that. made out of stuff, you know? That's equally as impressive as it would be if I saw it today, whereas CG will not be equally as impressive in 20, 30 years, it's, you know? And it, it doesn't isn't now. It's it yeah, yeah, not like, to this it day. It ages right. so badly. Yeah, you, you watch CG from 10 years ago and you're like, oh God, that looks fucking terrible. Well, but actually. this will never look bad. <laughs> nah, come on. You watch CG Terminator, you love from 10 years ago. Terminator 2? Over 10 years ago. That was some of the first CG that they ever used, that ever was. Terminator 2. What's and that years, was awesome. Oh, and I, The Abyss. Ever seen that movie? Very good. Ages ago, yeah. I remember so what you're saying that you prefer the CG from 10 years ago than you do modern. I do because it <laughs> was very worse. It was very minimal. Like it was basically. I feel like you just have a vendetta against modern films at that point. No, I don't. I do not. Trust me. It's It looks it cool. Because they basically like, I don't know if it was all CG, but there's like in The Abyss. I remember when they first showed like it was basically water moving as if it was like made it was like a worm like on its own kind of in oh, midair yeah. and it looks totally real <laughs> and i think that they like used a combination of cg mm-hmm. and real and it was just like i remember this first time i saw that i was blown away like mm-hmm. everybody was just so impressed by it mm-hmm. and then i mean have you gone back and watched it? i wonder if it actually sends i have I, the I, no i did i did go back and watch it like maybe five years ago <laughs> and i was like this is pretty good you know uh-huh. But it well, also was just though, really creative. Like, I wonder if you watched it now, if you would actually think that. It's well, maybe I'll just do that tonight because <laughs> I have nothing else to. Do. No, but <laughs> oh, that's um, right. That bleak like yeah, that bleak right like that you live. The abyss is calling me. The um, well, why not just watch? No, the but life who here life has right watched now? Terminator right. Two recently? Also, really not, cutting it. Me, when that came out, that was huge. Yeah. I remember liking it at the time. It's it, like yeah. 97 years ago, right? How, like, <laughs> 97 like, years yeah. ago? Oh, maybe like, in 1997. 98 years ago, yeah. It was <laughs> right, uh, the so first film like, that was ever made. Terminator <laughs> like 2 they was made the it first out of, film. Wait, that was the first like, Someday we'll make Terminator. That was yeah. the first CGI <laughs> yeah, film? I know. We'll go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a Star Wars kind of thing. Oh. What was that? I thought you were saying that was the first CGI film ever made. No, I was just totally joking. It seems like ages ago. Right. Oh, that movie was amazing. I don't think I ever saw Terminator 2. Oh my God, we got to watch that. T2. That movie's fucking awesome. And and Edward Furlong loved him. Okay. Edward. <laughs> Back in the day. Apparently he's not Furlong. looking so great these days. No, some, not as good. <laughs> some snarky photos online. Well, so he's like bad. a hardcore heroin addict. Oh no, that's <laughs> or he not was good. That's too bad. I know. He was going out with the Natasha. What's her name? Natasha. Natasha Leone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was cute. Really? <laughs> I thought so. I mean, I haven't seen her in years, but I thought I remember thinking she. Wait, was cute. have you seen her in Orange Is the New Black? I wonder if you think no. she's cute in that. <laughs> I haven't. I've heard that show's good. <laughs> I like oh, that show. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of watched it actually. I mean, I eventually tuned out. I, I got a little over it. Yeah, I tuned out. But uh, I was in it. For like three seasons, I you were was, in it. You were in it. Who did you play? I was in it. You know, I, I played, you played the, orange. I, I was the. Did ward. you play orange? <laughs> I the was, evil ward. You were the warden. I was, I was the ward. I was the warden. Yeah, I was the whole ward. <laughs> I played yeah, like one of the wards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had all these little C. rooms in me. And yeah, yeah. Little cells. Um, I think we gotta wrap it up here, guys. But okay. uh, any final thoughts on Nightmare on Elm Street three? Fucking Dream Warriors. Uh, liked it. A good Fun. time. Yeah. A good time. A good I'm curious time. to see another one. So yeah. that's a good sign. We're going right? to watch I mean, another one. Maybe the one with the comic books <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah, that one's so cool. We got like to fi- figure out which one. We just figure out what it is before we watch yeah. it so we don't, know. Know. So we don't just keep like uh, grabbing. I, but I could have sworn that the term Dream Warriors was part of that. That's why I was <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be like Dream It's fine. I don't know. I'll tell you how to do that. Anyway, I didn't care that much, obviously. This was a great time, though. I totally enjoyed it. 
yeah, I would recommend it for like a fun Halloween time, which is exactly what we use it for. This, it's, it's, you know, this is. I love Halloween time because it's like this is the kind of vibe that you just want in your house is like a fun horror movie. Yeah, you don't want to actually watch any like classy horror movies on Halloween. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like what, like Nosferatu or something. No, or even like, I don't know, like, I mean, I don't know how you would define it. I thought Mother, in a way, was almost like a horror film, but like, oh, you right. know, but in a very classy, artistic right. You mean like, it was like yeah. too dramatic and intellectual and like, like deep? Right. On Halloween, I don't think you want You want something want lighter. All, yeah, you want, yeah, you want, you want, you want sort of silliness and Yeah, fun. there is a silliness But what about like a, the, the Omen? Huh? I love What about movie. The Omen? That's that scary. Great. I really like that movie. I don't know if I'd watch that on Halloween. Unless I would, unless really? oh only my God. if people weren't bothering me. You know, I wouldn't want to be interrupted while I was watching that because it's really good. The soundtrack is amazing. Oh, I actually yeah. have that on vinyl. It's that really movie's good. classic. That's one of my favorite, all-time favorite horror movies of all time. That's oh, it's crazy. crazy. It's Wait, crazy. have you seen The Omen? I have a long time ago, but <clears throat> I definitely have to watch it again. To, I mean, in my memory, it was, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> oh man, I but I used to think that was the scariest. Movie I thought it ever. was a little boring when I was a kid. Really, but I've only seen it when I was a kid. For, it's not for kids. Yeah, I think it's it's a very it has so that I very seventies. I would I think yeah, you'd like 70s. a lot more now. It's like that very seventies like stately paced kind uh-huh. of like not zingy wingy sort of horror right. that I mean you know there's a lot. Probably I'm was, down to rewatch. I probably would have sure. been bored if I was a kid too. But as an adult, I really liked it. There's um, a lot of like scary facts that happened surrounding the making of that film. Oh yeah, they were cursed. Like, yeah. uh, like all the planes were getting hit by lightning and stuff. And like there was like somebody who died in a way that somebody gets killed in the movie, like during the shoot. That's crazy. Like some somehow that if there was like an accident that happened involving a vehicle and something like piercing through the windshield directly through the person's head or something like that. I didn't. It's know crazy. About that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, all kinds of weird stuff. Oh. Uh, 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 thus concludes our halloween edition of totally tell me here true that tonight um nightmare on elm street 3 dream warriors pretty good go check it out the colon don't forget that colon um so josh uh, we wanted to play a song uh as we end this evening here credits um, this off is, of your, uh, so it's from your project, um, Heat Vision and Jack. Yeah. Uh, it's, off the uh, album Rough, right? And uh, it's the first song on the album. It's called The Operation. And Wait, it why do you call it Jack? Heat Vision? Who's Jack? Yeah, who's Jack? Is that you? Are you Jack? Like is Jack you should have asked me this 20 minutes ago. I, <laughs> I, I can tell you guys later. It's not okay. that okay. important. Anyway. <laughs> the Operation. You know, the song's called The Operation. It's the first song on the album, and uh, I really like it. And where can people find it, too, if they want to purchase the album? You can or... go to joshpollock.bandcamp.com, and it's pay what you can. Oh, look at that. So, that's the kind, that's so at least get it. It's free. I mean, what yeah, the fuck's... He, what, fucks up with you it's it's fucking away of all i've made made several dozen records and this is like my this is the one i put on the most just to enjoy oh that's awesome oh really you just like listen to your own records not usually no but i like this one (laughs) (laughs) okay usually i can't stand (laughs) this one i actually really like awesome well thanks josh for being a part of this episode have you ever listened to the fox hills brigade album yes i like those two okay Oh my god! I knew it was going there. I knew it was going there. It couldn't. Po- it had to be related to. to Let me just carry it. She wanted to compare. We'll, uh, we'll talk, Laura. Oh man! No, we'll of talk, course talk, I like we'll those talk, two. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Jeez. Ah 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 ah
the new episode of Totally Tell Me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>